Welcome to the Caligo Universe, where I, Miles Brown, will be introducing a brand that wants to create a safe space for non-believers and new to the faith baby Christians. <clears throat> to ask questions about the Bible and have them answered by a faithful follower of Jesus Christ, myself. S to support this brand and our vision to spread the true gospel of Jesus Christ, please visit Caligo.store. Thank you so much. The brand is continually praying for your safety. Amen. And now to our show. Peace. Welcome back to the Caligo Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Brown. Hey, man, look, man, it's Coach Ferg in the building. Better late than never, right? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> hey, I got to send this link to him. But I don't think we're going to be able to do it tonight, fellas. I think, I think, I think the evil one might have won. Nah, he never wins, man. He never wins, brother. It's like only time that he can win is we stop putting in the work. We stop trying. It was funny that you sent me the link, right? And the whole time I'm saying to myself, bro, just keep sending it, keep sending it, keep sending it. I didn't even get a chance to send the text. You just kept sending it, man. It's the, the devil definitely does his best to distract us. But the thing is, our goal and the things we're supposed to be doing are simple when they when their purpose is, is driven by a power more powerful than the devil, bro. It's well, like it's Today, I just want to tell the people to write it down because mm. we're being distracted by everything that's going on and we're not understanding that the distraction is from the devil to knock us off of our purpose in life. And everything that we, we're doing right now is being affected by how distracted we are from what we're supposed to be doing. It's, it's, it's almost like it's almost like the path is always there. It's always simple. And he said it's a narrow path because the thing is, he's like, it's a simple way to get to me. It's very, very simple. I've given you guys instructions. I've given you a manual and things like that. But um, it said we're, we're, we're and it said we say write it down, right? Because the thing is, when you write it down and you give it to him, there's no confusion about it. It's, it's very, very simple. And when you wake up and think about him and you think about his words, his words don't change. His, the Bible didn't change. His, his, his message for us didn't change. His love for us didn't change. What changed was us. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, I, I think of it now, like, why so many mentors are coming out of their way? And some people that I've never even met, just, just extremely successful people, extremely blessed people. And I say successful you know, it's, it's relative to what, what, what your journey is, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, if you're on that path, because it's a certain type of joy and happiness and calmness. And like I said, those distractions, you know, that they're distractions, because the thing is, you feel the chaos and you start to feel anxious and you start to feel worried. You start to feel stressed. And, you know, like I said, it, it's so simple that, you know, as simple as sending a, a text message or not having your phone, or not having the resources. And, and God said, look, I don't care about what your resources are, because y'all are still trying to play by your rules. It's my rules. It's my house. Mm. 
It's mm-hmm. you 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 want to get distracted and things like that. You want to use those excuses all you want. I don't care if you if you pregnant. I don't care if you got kids. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you're in love. I don't care. This is my house. And I think that for us to to be in this world and try to move in his purpose, I think the power in writing it down and knowing that it's already done will simplify, you know, you know, simplify what you need to accomplish. And you'll actually be able to see if it's not on that paperwork, if it's not in your goals, if it's not in in, in the things you want to, to do and accomplish with those resources that you soon will have. It is a distraction. So if it ain't on the paper and you ain't write it down, then it's not for you. Wow. I don't know why I just said that, brother, but it felt <laughs> I can't even really remember what I just said, man. <laughs> Berkey, it's, it's your birthday. Man, today is my birthday, brother. I, I let you know that I'd be so distracted. I forgot it was my birthday. <laughs> Do you know that today is my baby birthday? Hmm. Yo, have it birthday. It ain't Yoshi birthday. Hold on, hold on. It's Yoshi birthday today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so, it's so, so you see how we uh, distracted we get, and you know, let's say you probably one of the, if not the, one of the closest people to me. And like I said, we need to start writing this stuff down, man. They said, um, I, I, I can't remember what the guy was doing. I can't remember what his, what, what the situation was. But all I remember was he was speaking on his troubles in his life, right? And he's mm-hmm. speaking on, you know, having the skill set and being a good-hearted dude and all this other stuff. But he said the moment that he found God and he found his purpose, he said his life had become so simple. And the thing is, it was so simple to the point where his life plan was written down on a napkin. So he actually pulled the napkin out of his pocket. And I mind you, I want you all to understand that, yes, that we don't judge people. We don't value people based on material things. But God gives abundantly to the people that are moving in his space, right? So, yo, yo, Chris on the tangent. Let's let's let him let's let him finish. Oh man, it's it's, it's not even coming from me right now, but it's 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 like you know, this guy basically was telling all of his story, and everybody's focused on his cars, they're focused on the, the clothes, they're focused on his looks, they're focused on his followers, they're focused on his content, and he says, man. Honestly, the only thing that I focus on is this napkin that I have. And he's a multimillionaire, right? But he remembers when he was down and out, when he was divorced, when he was flat broke, when he got evicted, when he was had friends that he, he went to the club one time, had $20 in his pocket and felt so ashamed and all this other stuff. And he realized that he's focused on his distractions and not necessarily on the purpose that was, was before him. So he wrote down his goals and they were they were. They were ridiculous for somebody to be homeless and living the way he was living and not having anything and being down and out and going from thinking that everything in his life was right. And it just went, it got turned upside down and he wrote down his goals on a napkin, bro. And a couple of years later, not only is he a multimillionaire, not he's successful, he's in the best shape of his life. And he's, but the napkin was still in his pocket. He wrote that napkin down. He wrote that stuff down on a napkin, brother, because he didn't have no paper. <laughs> he didn't have a, a, a cell phone to put the stuff in. He had a napkin and he wrote down what he wanted to accomplish. And he said, you know what? He didn't understand how, how lost he was until he wrote that stuff down on a napkin and asked God to help him get those things. 
And then he looks back and says, every single one of those checklists on the napkin were accomplished, you know, and uh, he still had that napkin. You know, his prized possessions wasn't, wasn't his cars. It wasn't the women that he's with. It wasn't the parties. It wasn't the events he's invited to. It wasn't the million dollars in the a bank account. It was literally the napkin was, was his most treasured item. Wow. Sounds like a very humbling story. It's, 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 it's extremely humbling, man, because like I said, we, we all make, we have these big goals and these big plans and the, the big, all this, all we got to do. Da, 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 da. And um, we started the podcast and I said, I apologize for the technical difficulties, but we started the podcast simply saying, write it down. And to add on to writing it down, when you write it down, have the man above continue to, 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 to scribble in you know, how you're going to get to those particular steps. And the fact that, you know, I said, what is the most powerful thing that a man can have, right? And like I said, you think about power, we think about violence and yo, how muscles and everything like that. But the napkin for his life is the most powerful thing, so much to the point where five years later, after him being down and out and him having this dingy napkin, he still has it in his pocket. And the thing is, he had it in his pocket, you know, when he was broke, he probably had some shorts on and just kept it in his pocket, kept it in his wallet. Now he pulls it out of a Tom Ford suit, but that napkin is still there. So um, I, I didn't understand that. Now, I'm sitting there, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, I've spent, you know, speaking of my birthday, brother, I, I always on my birthday, I like to kind of go into seclusion right after my birthday and, and lock in on a goal or lock in on a fitness uh, regimen or I'll have a job that I have to go to right now. And I'm not, I wasn't, I was, I, was, like I said, this is my entrepreneurship journey first time. And, you know, so it was always a goal that was associated with somebody else's purpose or somebody else's situation or somebody else's interest. And the thing is, he knows what our desires are. And he knows what our strengths are. He knows what our flaws are. He don't care about none of that. He wants you to write down your goals, write down your dreams, write down the things you want to do for your family, write down the relationship you want to have, write down the lifestyle that you want to have. And he says, go ahead and write it down on whatever you got in front of you, because it doesn't matter. Because it's your purpose. And if this is what you want as my child, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You know, so I, I you know, and I don't want to tell you all that it's going to be as simple as you write it down and he ships it to you the next day. But it's, it's right. where you have that clarity, right? The thing is, any type of person that finds success, somebody has success in their marriage, somebody has success in their weight loss, somebody has success in this. In the, these are worldly things. It is simple when you lock in on that particular thing. You are not distracted. You set the goal. It's done. It's done. Now you just got to do the work. And I think about work and I say, we, we all talk about, oh, well, work is hard and putting in. 16 hour work days are hard and all this other stuff. And it's like, life is hard, bro. You know how hard it is to be broke? You know how hard it is to be underweight or overweight? You know how hard it is to, yeah, it's hard for you. It's hard mm. for you. It ain't hard for him. Mm. Mm. It, never, it never will be. Y'all it's light. Are, it's light. Look at that. We, we, we almost said we're not going to do this podcast tonight and get this message out to people that need it, and especially get this message out to my brothers that don't align with me. But we almost said that because of a text message. Mm. That ain't hard life, bro. That ain't hard life.
<laughs> and, and, and the thing is, we, we got to understand, we got to listen to his lessons and how he teaches us and his blessings and things like that. You're distracted because you're not listening to what you're supposed to be listening to in the first place. Ugh, come on, bro. How can you be distracted when you know what the answers and you know what the solution, you know what the goals are? How can you be distracted? So anytime he had trouble and he got in his thing and he said, you know, he's moving and everything like that. Anytime that he said his, his life is in a certain point, if, if he got to that certain point where, where he, he lost it all, got it all back, right? He still has that napkin because his day because he will never, ever allow himself to be distracted. What you got to touch on that, Miles? Um, I truly believe that when you write something down, it does, it's like the act of writing connects to the brain kinesthetically. And I believe that God wanted certain things written down so that the brain could wire itself correctly. So I'm looking at God as an engineer when he's creating a man and I'm seeing him saying, okay, this, this most simplest form for man to, to write it in stone for his life is to literally write it. <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> So yeah. it's like if, if if you're not taking the time to write, then you're not taking the time to train your brain to accomplish your purpose. You know, because you can't stay focused because there's no discipline, because there's no plan. Absolutely. Um. Well, first I'd just like to say thank God. Sorry, y'all. My little soft-spoken just been you know expanding a lot of energy that the lord has blessed me with to get these things done by his will um i can definitely attest to writing as it does um you know it writing to me it takes things out of the brain and it makes it it makes it readable it makes it visual it makes it clearer, as um, you and uh, Chris were saying. Like, for example, you know, in my videography work, we have to write out what's called a treatment. And what a treatment is, is a record, basically a plan or like a blueprint for how. Oh, we lost Chris. Miles, you still there? Yeah. I'm oh, okay. But um, a treatment is like a blueprint for how the video will go. And so it outlines, like, you know, the date. It outlines the time. It outlines what certain people are going to do, where they're going to be, where's the, how's the camera's going to be set, how the what people are going to do in each scene. Like, it's kind of like, you know, directing a movie. And you got to write stuff. these things out because everyone... And yourself, you know, you have to be, y'all got to be on task. Everybody got to be on the same page. Everybody got to be on set at the right position to get the perfect shot. Right. And so when you write things out, even for yourself, you know, you may write that you got to do something for, like, you got to get certain paperwork for a company 
or to turn in for your business by like a certain day. So that means mm. that you got to go to this place, then you got to go to the bank, then you got to go to another place and get something signed and so forth and so forth. But if you try to, you know, go off of that all off the brain, it's you're you going to forget something. But, you know, if you yeah. write it down, you know, whether it's on a sticky note, whether it's in a planner, whether it's on a calendar, on your notes page, set a reminder for your app on your phone, you know what I'm saying? Then you plan it so that, you know, things not getting ahead of you. You staying ahead of the plan. You staying on top of the plan. Mm. That's that, mm. that's what I get from it. I like it. I like it. And I feel like more people need to be reminded of it because let's say you have written down your goals. How, how often are you rechecking and looking in on it? Yeah, <laughs> them don't need reviewing because them don't going to change. Yeah. Because yeah. them don't going to change. And we got to start setting reminders in our phone, you know, setting reminders in our heart, setting reminders with dates on our calendars just to check in with yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think, I think even God, like, even if you don't, God gives you that because you'll be like, oh, I forgot something. You know what I'm saying? You'll be like, oh, I forgot mm-hmm. to do this or, you know, like, you 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 rushing. Well, not rushing because that's not what. Well, but you're hurrying a lot. You're anxious. You, you know, all this such a yo. I said you're anxious. I'm I'm listening to what you're saying, brother. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. You trying to get things done quick and and fast, and then you end up overlooking things. You end up not doing things to the best of you know how the best of your workability. Mm-hmm. And you know, then it become a mess because then you become disappointed with yourself, and you know, then it, it's just just a big it be, stirs chaos. Yeah, one hundred percent. And um, keeping your purpose close to your heart, and keeping your purpose simple. Yes, you know, simplicity. Keep it simple, because I think your your purpose will truly align with your value system. And having your purpose written down will keep you on track with your value system too. Like, mm, would I do that to to achieve this? You know, yeah, you got you, you got to take good, you got to take small steps too. I know, I realize. Yeah. I saw this one picture where it was, it was, it was two scenarios, like a split screen picture, and on the left side, it was a ladder, right. But the ladder was missing in between teeth. So, like, basically, there was, like, a teeth, a tooth, like, every, like, fourth step of the ladder. So, imagine how much you got to pull yourself up and then pull yourself over that jump just to stand up on that jump. Versus the pitcher and the ladder on the right where Cuz just had a whole bunch of teeth. So, he going to climb the ladder faster. Like, yeah, he got more steps, but he going to get to his destination. Cause he not missing teeth in the middle. Mm. Mm. And so like within your plan, like you were saying, like, don't, don't make your plan like outrageous or, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now nah, I ain't gonna say outrageous, like definitely go big, 
But don't don't make it unattainable. Don't make it unreasonable. You, like if you if you if you working such and such job and you only making like this much a, a hour, like don't say, Oh, I'm gonna try and save, you know, way to the point where like you just paying your bills <laughs> and you only eating noodles. It's like Nah, bro. So we saying we saying keep it in perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? I want I want to I want to ask you this because I don't know if it's it's right or wrong, right? But um, I gotta say this. So the guy, remember, if if he was realistic with his list that he gave to the man. So the thing is, we we're talking about putting the work in and taking baby steps towards the goal, right? But when when I was saying the 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 the, the list that he had on that checklist on the on the handkerchief. He's, you said they was unreasonable, right? It, it's, so the thing is, understand your goals need to be unrealistic because the man above is unrealistic. And if you're putting it in his hands, it, it, it's it's the thing is, think about a guy that's in the, in the in the hood and he's he's in Section Eight, or, or I think he was living on somebody's couch, writing down that he's going to be a millionaire, he's going to have this lifestyle, he's going to look this way, he's going to have these things, right? The goals need to be unrealistic by world standards because the thing is to take somebody that literally is homeless. And to say in uh, two years from that point, point he was going to be a millionaire is unrealistic, right? So don't the the goal, right. the steps that you need to but be. But I think I think I think what yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. the I steps what, that you're taking. I said it didn't it didn't say that you're gonna just not gonna have to work or you're not gonna have to save. You're not gonna be smart. Your steps are what you're gonna have to take, right? And we can write those down too. But I'm talking specifically about the destination. I'm talking about specifically the destination. If you talk, if you, if, if anybody in the world, this is, these are the world standards. Hey, you know what? That guy that's working at Starbucks right now will never be a millionaire. That's true. That guy working at Starbucks right now will never be a millionaire. They didn't understand why he could work this job and then work that job and then go to this counseling and then invest in himself and get this image consultant and pay for this. That the thing is understand that when you set the goals, right? You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to be in this world. You're going to have to take the steps. You're going to have to take the beatings and the, and the put downs and everything like that. But when you're in those particular steps, I remember he said that he didn't, he felt embarrassed because, you know, he had all of his friends that had all these different things going on. And I said, he, he didn't have a realistic goal when he spoke to his friends about it. He talked to his family about it. He talked to anybody about it. But when he talked to God about it, that unrealistic handkerchief, that unrealistic napkin, was was already done. Now with him, I, when I think when when you started speaking, I thought you was saying, "Hey, don't be afraid to take that opportunity that might you might think is beneath you. If you know that it's going to help you get on your goal and get towards your goal, understand that he went to work with a smile on his face. He was embarrassed at first, but then when he found God and he had, he filled out that handkerchief, and people were saying the things that they were saying. He was serving tables. He was doing different things. Now, mind you, this is a 35, 40 year old man. So you have to think that he's going from a corporate job to busting tables, right? And literally two years later, he's actually owning the restaurant. It, it, it is it your goals and things like that. When you put them in his hands, are there's nothing as is is there's nothing that's unrealistic. Yeah, we we're gonna say, hey, you know what? Your immediate steps are going to have to be small. They're gonna have to be detailed. They're gonna have to be sharp. Your immediate steps, right? But the goals that you put down, you put in his hands, it's not a business plan. It's a life plan. Right. But it, it, I want to make sure people understand that we're not telling you to, to not have the ambitions beyond your particular situation. What happens is you set that goal and then you take those steps towards it. And those steps, you won't make leaps and bounds. You're not going to get a million dollars in a, in, in a six month, you know, 
Well, let me not say that because I think he did say that he made his first million in six months. <laughs> but but you, it won't be tomorrow. It won't be tomorrow. You know, your steps need to be tomorrow. Your work ethic needs to be tomorrow. Your focus needs to be tomorrow. But as far as the goals that you write down and you give to him, it is already done. It's already done. So I do want to make sure. So when you write these things down, don't make them based off of your current situation. I said, this is not a, a business plan. The business plan comes later. Your life plan and the plan that you formulate with your purpose and the man above, you can be as unrealistic as you want to be, brother. Wow. Because now that you're not moving and it, it, he doesn't move by our rules. <laughs> well, also, it's, it's, it's like you like you said, not moved by fear. You know, we so programmed to think like not to shoot for something outrageous because it's like, man, who, come on, who gets that? But it's like God is like, you get that yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want, you know. So I got, I guess I got to say this part too, and so hopefully I, I can't say the guy's name for copyright reasons, but hopefully he'll be mentoring me in a couple of weeks from now. But um, he was busting those tables, and then while he was busting those tables, he was connecting with all these very, very, very established people. So it could be people that were, I think he said he met his image consultant busting their table. He met um, people that helped him with financing the things he wanted to do, busting those tables. He met, he met the people that, you know, so I said, God, God does, so this is how God works, right? He's thinking that he lost his life and he's a, he's, he's a, he said he was, a, he felt like a loser. He felt like he was lost, he had that napkin in his pocket and he went to work and bust his behind, right? But God says, you know what? I'm going to send you the stuff that you need while you busting those tables. He didn't send it to him when he was the corporate guy and he had all this stuff going and he was married and everything was good and hunky-dory. He sent it to him when he was busting tables, the people that made him a millionaire a couple of, year, uh, couple of years later, bro. Listen to that, man. How he sends his angels to you. He would have not taken that job if he didn't believe. He would have just, you know what? He's still been in the hood if he didn't take that server job. Never, never to be heard of again. Now I would like to touch on uh, seeing God. I definitely saw His hand at work today. Mm. Um, a brother of mine, Malik, we went street preaching again today. You know, with a boombox and microphone out there on the corner, mm-hmm. and we were out there for I hold about an hour and a half, and. I saw God work as we were preaching um, a lady who was a drug addict. She came up to us and just started crying and asked for us to pray over her. And that was a first, you know, for me. You know, we actually had somebody, you know, attracted to the word. You feel me? And um, Wow. And uh, she came, you know, we prayed over her and we kept talking about the word, you know, preaching the word. And then I saw, you know, two homeless people get some food. And that was a blessing in itself. Uh, this one lady brought like a pizza to this one dude. And then another guy ended up getting like a Popeye sandwich from somebody else. Oh, man. Yeah, man. So it was real. Because today was surreal, you know. I almost, almost cried again too, man. I don't know what it is, but 
Be... You know what it is. He's softening the heart. <laughs> man, when you... That's taking them stones away. That's stony heart. You just be reading the scripture. You know, today we read on um, we read John three sixteen, and we read on Second um, Timothy chapter three, and you know, you just relating it to you know the world as best as we can, and trying to get people to you know just come into the word, man. And, you know, I had to fight back tears my first go around, man. It's because you know it. You know, I'm thankful that, you know, it wasn't as cold as it was yesterday. There were people out moving, so, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, that we at least affected one person. Somebody came out to it. To me, that was, that was a day. That was a, a good day served, you feel me? Did the Lord's work. If I could get one person to get it, that's all. Yeah, that's all, that's all it takes. And you, you know what? So listen, this. So I, I guess I'm going off. I'm, I'm in my feelings. I said, uh, uh, but I'm listening to what you're saying. I said, first of all, the fact that you walked around with a phone box and your name Raheem, I said, Radio Raheem. I said, <laughs> 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 look, hey, 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 but the second thing was, look how you said that, you know, they said you went around and you always was preaching the word and, and, and saying the word and everything like that. But you said this woman came to you in tears. And you delivered it. Yeah. And, and I said, who knows what her journey is, right? We don't know what her steps are. We'll pray for that young lady. Like, we're praying for our brothers on here. And we're praying for everybody, right? Oh, no. Nah, this was an elder lady. She, she, she came out to Starbucks. And she was about to get back in the car with whoever, you know, went in the Starbucks with her. And then, you know, she just didn't get in the car. You know, she was looking at us for, like, a cool, like, five, ten minutes just, just standing there. And then she crossed the street and she walked all the way over to us. She was like, y'all, like, I thank y'all so much. And she then she just start crying. And start, like, bust out crying and ask us to pray. Look, but, you know, she was elder, elder black lady. But look, look, so my thing is, I, I always think about timing, right? I don't know what made you and your boy go out at the time that y'all went. I don't know what made her leave that Starbucks. Anybody going to Starbucks is usually in and out. They get their coffee and they get it going, right? Don't know what made it, but what, what drew her and made her pause for five to ten minutes, and then she said she come she came over to you, right? We don't know what this woman is going through, but we do know that the word was delivered to her that day. And if she decides to move in that space, something tells me that she's going to be just fine, just fine. Absolutely. But but listen to the timing of it. She had to cross the street, and she broke down in tears. Listening to the man's word, bro. He delivers his messages through the angels. And, and the thing is, I'll let you know that I don't know how you felt, but I know that you feel like that's something that, not to say you're responsible for, right? But just understand the power and what you're doing. Because you just said, you know, me and my boy are going to do this. We didn't know what the outcome was going to be. We just knew that something called us to that moment and something called her to y'all. Because she could have got in her car and went home. Yeah, she could have kept walking like everybody else was. You know, we gave a couple pamphlets out. A couple people responded. You know, we saying may God bless them as they walking by. But yeah, you know, most people just look. You know, most people walking around with headphones in, and you know, I, I what got me too. Uh, another thing, you know, a lot of children, they they was like on us. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, children. You know, anything excites them, anything that they're not, you know, familiar with at the home. 
So they just see somebody talking on the microphone. They like, hey, he got he got a loud voice. What 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 he talking about? Mm-hmm. And so as as the children were walking, you know, of all different you know races and colors, you know, they they were very intrigued. At least from what you know, I was reading their facial expression, yeah. you know, because we all wearing masks and stuff. And, but how does how does that, yeah. how does that work? I wanted to, so that's I know it's a different topic than writing it down. And so hopefully everybody hears on this. Write it down, all right? If, if, you know, if we, we, but, but speaking about children, right? Are, are children automatically closer to the man above? I can't remember the scripture that I read, but I, I think he was, he was saying that, you know, something about children being closer to him than even the adults by default. I don't know if I, I read that wrong or I understand it wrong, but it, it only makes sense. Like you were just born to the places that you just came from and while you're closest to it, you're, you're able to be molded by it. I don't know. I don't know if that means anything to y'all. I just, it just in my head, I always thought that children were always the closest to the man above. And you know, adults, we get so far away from that child spirit and that child, and that has those dreams and those hopes and those ambitions and that, you know, that curiosity. I, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but what in, in the Bible, I think it spoke to something like that. I don't know if you guys can can clarify it for me. Go ahead, Miles. You got that. Well, children are some of the most pure beings on earth because their minds haven't been intoxicated with loads and loads of sin, you know? So there are children that have been like polluted early on, but for the most part, if you leave a kid untampered, they're going to they're going to tend to do what their environment says do you know mm-hmm. so they're they're the most flexible of all ages as the babies they can soak up anything mm-hmm. but you talk to a teenager they hit hard as a rock but a baby if you teach it to walk it'll walk if you teach it to eat like this it'll eat like that if you teach it to use the bathroom like this it'll do it it's just at a certain age this thing starts to think and expose itself to all these other things and now when you tell it to do something simple there's all these other equations going through the mind because sin has like tampered with the thought pattern so it can't you can't think as clearly but as a child you can see right from wrong very very easily Proverbs 22, verse 6. Start children off on the right path. And even when they are old, they will not turn away from it. Yep. Got it. One of my favorite verses. In the same chapter, verse 15. Children are going to do foolish things, but correcting them will drive that foolishness far away. See? It's the environment. Some people ain't driving that uh, foolishness far away. Because, see, (laughs) and this is what I like to say that I like to keep reminding people, especially like newcomers like us in the Lord, is that he said in the beginning that children will inherit the sins of their mothers and fathers and grandparents and great-grandparents and so forth. And so... As a child, 
you are blessed when you are born into a family that has planned for you, that's married, that's in them, that's living in the word. Because if not, all the sins that your parents did, and even the sin, even if you are born into, you know, wedlock and you're planned for it, but the sins of their parents are still going to affect you. And so that's one thing I like to tell people to focus on is like, you still got to ask for deliverance because like I miles said, like the environment, like it may not be one person, but it may be another person who's close to you that you don't even know. <clears throat> like it may not be your mother, father, brother, or sister, but it may be your cousin, aunt, uncle. It may be your best friend at school mm-hmm. that introduce you to seeing that, you know what I'm saying? Get you off, get you off God's path stuff like that. Mm. So so you think that when when children are born they're so they they're still innocent, right? We're all born innocent and we're going to do you know the the child, right? But do you think that um because of that innocence, right? They they have the ability to to not be closer to the man above, but they have the ability to to believe in, in the unbelievable, you know, so instead of just talking about, yeah. the, you know, they, yeah. they, they children, you know, they, they just want to be happy and they want to just eat and they just want to, and I think it's think about innocence and think about, you know, we said simple, a, a child's life is literally just to be a child. Right. And, and mm-hmm. we, we get, we become adults and we let go of those things. We let go of the dreams. We let go of the goals. We let go of the, the, the the reality that we live in man we 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 we're talking about you know literally just believing in something that only reason it's unbelievable is because we come into this world and this world is is surrounding us in in stuff that just tries to keep you grounded and and children don't know anything about being grounded children just know about being children right and they they that that i think that a lot of us that didn't accomplish certain goals and and dreams and whatever it may be it it I think it's it's one of those things where God has nothing to do with your situation or your surroundings or what, what, what things happened around you. If you can get back to that child mindset of saying that the thing is you're going to focus on being happy and focus on, you know, not the, the impossible, but focus on the, the not, not necessarily, not, not focus on what's possible by world standards, focus on the impossible that he has planned for you um I, yeah that's just really really powerful stuff others really really powerful stuff man thank you so much chris for that i'm gonna have you pray us out today oh man this i'm nervous like a like a kid before a big basketball game but um <laughs> i just I, I i pray that the man above you know i i pray that he continues to guide our steps I pray that he continues to 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 keep us in his warm embrace, even though we get so far away from, you know, his ways and, and his mindset and, and the things he's he's already lined up for us. I, I pray that we can see through our situations and we can see through our flaws and, and we can understand that he loves us regardless of our situation, regardless of our failures, regardless of our mistakes. He He is still looking at us as those innocent children. And if we can... I pray that he guides our steps towards him. And and like I said, I, I, I also pray that he helps us to not be distracted on our path, but he simplifies Amen. our path, our mindset. Yeah. 
and he allows our hands and our feet to move towards our purpose. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Kill Ego podcast. Y'all have a good one. Catch you on the yes, next sir. one. Peace. Peace.